Alright ladies and gentlemen We are back once again And uh, my name is John My name is Ernesto And today we are here for uh, In my opinion But our episode this time Is a little bit more special What are we talking about today again? We are talking about A-levels Because like last week Actually we are doing this on Friday Last Friday was the release of A-level results Yeah. So I think this is a very timely time To do this episode Yes as people You know who uh, Who have uh, been there Done that right I feel that like we're going to give you all... Basically, this video is shouting, is shouting out and reaching out to those people who have just finished their A-levels, mm. had one week to the, for the results to sink in. Uh, yes. Your world is either blossoming or collapsing around you. Correct. And either way, we'll give you some very practical advice yeah. on how to go on from We're going to give you some uh, bit more practical advice, but at the same time, we also give you some of our personal anecdotes from, from, from your seniors. Mm. But you got to understand, especially for me, uh, A-levels is a long time ago. It might not be immediately apparent, given my youthful uh, demeanor, but A-levels is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that A-levels is not the end of the world. Yeah. As in, same for me, but I never had to like, interpret it as the end yeah. of the world. It might feel like the end of the world, or like, it might feel like the biggest thing in your life now, but ah, uh, life. life. But that's is just bigger. like, whenever you, when you do A levels, every time I, every time people come and tell me, like, oh, they did badly for A levels, mm. I always like, hold back on saying that it's not the end of the world because I I understand that they probably won't believe it. Yeah. Okay. How about let's let's think. just give people some context first. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I went to CJC when I was in junior college, which was how many years ago? <laughs> which was X number of years ago. Okay. Let's just give you all, let me let's just put it out there right now. <laughs> I'm 29 this year. That means I went to JC close to 14 years ago. That's crazy. No, JC will be 17, right? Yeah. 16 going 17, right? Yeah. So it'll be about 13 years. That's crazy. Some people I'm not even, were not I'm not even like old enough, <laughs> not even twelve now. Yes, well, what well well <laughs> you're old as hell. Okay, so yeah. for me I'm from Huachong. Yeah. Oh, I, smart people problems. Hey. <laughs> so okay, I no. would say that like like I would say CJ is uh old Catholic Junior College. It's an okay Junior mm-hmm. College to end it up in. Not. It's standard might have dropped now, but like. Yeah. But like, I feel that as long as you get into JC, I'm just going to blanket statement, classify everyone as like a JC kid. Yeah. La. A JC student. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you can do another episode on elite schools, elite JCs yeah. versus normal JCs. I mean, if you would like that, leave it in the comments below. Be- because right. I think elite schools, elite junior colleges, uh, junior colleges versus poly, there's a whole bunch of things to talk about. But yeah. that's another topic for another time. Now, for my A-levels, okay, uh, I back then, I don't remember using this rank point system. There was no rank points this time. Right? I think there was, or I ignored it, or it didn't really matter to me. Because <laughs> let me tell you my grades, okay? So I got into JC, right? Because of my O level results, which were pretty okay. Yeah. I got like a, I got like my L1 R5 was like 10. And then oh. after minusing, I was like six. That's not bad. So it's fantastic, that's to be honest. Legit. It's great. Yeah, that's right? great. And I think that's where my academic life peaked. That was when you were the smartest. Ish. Book <laughs> smartest. I I would say no. Okay. I was I was the best uh, I would ever be as a student. At doing exams. Yeah, at being a student. Okay, okay, yeah. Right. I I don't want to be boastful, but at the same time I also don't want to uh say that I'm not smart. I don't know how that's gonna sound. We're that's not gonna dumb. come off. But dumb. I, I don't like I don't like it because like I feel that like this whole distinction of people being smart and not smart, right? Or like well whatever is different. There's a difference mm. between being a student and be, and being a smart person. Yeah. I was a shit student by the time I reached after junior after O levels yeah okay so just to give you some context my rank points 
we did some calculation just now. I'll tell you all later. But basically, you can think of my grades, right? I got four H two, which was which usually sets me as like the first class, right? You know, yeah. the, the the top of the class. Which basically your smart, the yeah. smarter class, right? My my four H twos was C D C D. My GP was C, and my project work was B. So project work was my best subject. Okay. Yeah. And then my rank should, points, be, to give you some understanding, because now I think a lot of people are more familiar with rank points, was 65 based on... Out of 90, for those people who don't take A-levels, yes. 90 rank points. Yeah, I never 65. knew rank points was a thing, but yeah. <laughs> and for this bugger, his rank points is 90 out of 90 because he didn't get anything that's not A. <laughs> I work very hard, I work very hard. Yeah, he did work very hard. I, I'm I not going to discredit very, very, very I mean, hard. more power to people like him who work hard, right, and, yeah. and, and get the results. But... The point is, okay, we're here today because we got both ends of the spectrum. Exactly. We both know what it's like. And we are both here yes. in the same bloody room doing Correct. the same damn thing. One person <laughs> has found success through the JC system. The other one might as well don't go JC. And we're here <laughs> to talk about it, okay? Yeah, just to, just to prove to y'all that there, there is not the end of the world mm. and that there is hope yet. Especially yeah. if you are me, like I was 13 years ago. Okay. But at the time when you get your A-level results, do you feel like it was the end of the world? Okay, honestly, this is my memory is going to be a little bit hazy at this point of time, but I'm just going to talk about it as if I remember it, okay? So what happened was that for my A-level results, right, I kind of had an inkling that by the time I was in my prelims, before I go for my final A-levels, I was in hot soup, okay? Mm-hmm. Purely because my fundamentals were not that good and I was never that good a student when it came to, the, came, it came to this kind of like sit-down road learning kind of studying, yeah. Okay. I was very much a uh, uh, my 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 intelligences and my activities and my focus like la- la- lay elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the thing about it is that on the day when I collected my results, I I kind of remember that my dad drove me to school. Yeah. And then after that, like he kind of waited in the bus stop. Uh, waited at the car park, and he was like, "Go collect your results." And after you come here, then all that kind of thing, like, mm-hmm. I kind of had an idea that he already more or less knows that like he's there, right? Purely either to either to understand what's next. Or to comfort me if I end up upset because he wasn't sure I would I would be either. So I come <laughs> came out with the results and I was like a little upset, but like at the same time, uh, I remember not being uh surprised. Like it was a a weird like life life's like that like yeah. acceptance lah. I, I would la. say it was a moment of resignation. Okay, ah, resignation. And also yeah. a moment of uh, uh, I. Slight relief because it's over, because you okay. get the result, right? And at the same time, a small tinge of fear because I don't know what, what's next. Okay, yeah. I think that's yeah. what most people are feeling right now, right? Yeah. Like if you're getting, if you didn't do particularly well, I think most of people are like, I don't even know whether I can get into you, yeah. Like, much less like anything else. And the worst part about taking A levels is that, like, even in Hua Chong, they always told us, if you don't do well in A levels, right, that's all you have. Right? We don't even have uh, Hua Chong, we don't do O levels, right? Yeah. We don't even have an O level cert to show for it. Mm. So basically, if you mess up your A levels, your one cert in your life, right, will be messed up. Yeah. So which I guess adds on to the pressure that like, okay, I don't know. Now, have now putting this, uh, putting this in the perspective, when when people say things like that, right, it becomes very scary to hear. Yeah. Right? Because it feels like your whole life is riding on on this single exam. And a lot of times, right, I wouldn't I wouldn't deny that a good academic qualification will open many doors for you mm. in 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 your life. Yeah. Right. But I think it's a very uh short-sighted and overly generalized way to say uh that people are trying to secure your future. Mm-hmm. Especially for a lot of JC kids. Unfortunately, even though this narrative has been repeated many, many times, people still 
do not know what they really want to do. They just follow this this Singapore current. Even though now I'm seeing a lot of exemplary people and I dare, and I dare say that I've interacted with them, I'm super proud of these people and I wish I had their mindset when I was their age, right? But there are still many people who do not know what what like what it actually means, lah. Okay. I mean, in JC, I didn't know what I was doing. Also. Yeah. I just took PCME because that's what everyone was doing. Correct. I just went to JC because I was in Hua Chong and I decided my path since I was 12 years old. And mm. really, at that time, when you're 12 years old, you don't really know what you're doing. Right? Yeah. So by the time I came out of JC, I really had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, like, you know, studying hard for A-levels, like, like, it's not a good thing. Yeah. You know? In fact, I think it's a great thing, right? Mm-hmm. If you go into JC and then you excel. I, I, I think it's a great thing if you excel anywhere. But I am also saying that um, if you fail at A-levels or if you don't do well at A-levels, it is also not the end of everything. Correct. So I think now it's time that you tell your story about mm. like how you went on after A-levels. So yeah. what's your, for people who are not familiar with your life. Yeah. So I, I mean, I want to share with you a little bit more of my story after A-levels because I think my story is going to be sound way more interesting than the 90 rank point one. Because I believe, <laughs> right... As most people will know and as proven by the real life example here, the 90 rank points life is going to be pretty straightforward. It is. Right? It really is. It pretty really is. damn straightforward because you have what, uh, what, what is the main thing that I feel someone who has better grades than me has over me. Uh, mm-hmm. It's purely this one thing and that is choice. A lot of choice. Yeah, choices. Everyone wants okay. Mm-hmm. So having more choices just means that decisions are easier to be made. But... People always forget that even if you don't do well, you are not no choice. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So let me share my story with you. Yeah. So what happened after A-levels with my results, right? Uh, I started to be a little bit more concerned because people were discussing about university, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, my dad is a university graduate. He's a master's graduate, actually. So he was like, not he, w- he, he never pressured me into it, but knowing that fact about him, right, sort of made me pressure, my, pressure myself a little bit in terms of my, my post uh, post-JC education and whether education beyond that was important. So what I did first is that immediately after that, I had to go to NS. Yeah. So tip number one to all you people out there, especially if you are dudes, okay, use NS to think about your life. Correct. I think NS that two years, right, most people think of it as like a waste of time, right? Mm. But I will say like the time where I really figured out what I was supposed to do or what I wanted to do, right, was that two years sitting around yeah. and really reflecting about my life. And Correct. Taking a step back away from the academic rigor and everything. Yeah. And I know one, once your result come out, right, okay, there are only one of two things you can do if you did terribly. Mm-hmm. One is you take the time to go and retake like some of my friends. The second is you accept and decide what you're going to do next. Correct. So for me, I was not the sort that is able to retake an exam as a private candidate because that was not what I was, what spoke to me. Mm. Right, but if that's your choice, please go for it, and I encourage you to do it if that's your choice. But if you're like me and you're unsure, okay, you need to think about what to do next, yeah. and you need to think optimistically. Correct. Okay, I'm not asking you to be frivolous or or to think that like oh you know everything's fine. No, 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 things are not exactly fine. Purely because we live in a society that that values academic achievement. So what you mm. have to do next, right, is actually very important. Because it will determine how much time it takes for you to reach a point whereby you are comfortable. Yes. Okay? Remember, if you don't do well in A-levels, it is not the end of the road. It just means that there is a very high chance that your road is slightly longer than people like him. And that's about it. 
a bit harder, I would yeah. say. Okay. It's definitely disadvantageous to you guys, but mm. I would say like to prematurely call it like okay, that's the end already. Like it's not the end. It's really not. Okay. Like, I've seen there is just a longer succeed. and more beaten path to walk. Uh, a less beaten path to walk. Mm. Okay, and this is why my I feel that my advice to to y'all is, as much as you hear it often, is to not panic. Okay, don't panic. Don't think too much. Don't get pessimistic, especially for the guys going to NS. Because when you go to NS being pessimistic, you're going to have a horrendous time on top of the terrible time that you're already by default going to have. And I, for one, enjoy NS and I still think it's a terrible time. (laughs) So don't be pessimistic. Think about your future in an actionable way. Okay? So this is my tip number two. So for me, I had lofty plans when I was in JC. I remember having like, oh, having this blanket, this, 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 uh, this crazy dream that I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to uh, Imperial College London and be a physicist. That's crazy, bro. I'm still being, I'm still interested to be a physicist, by the way, but. That's cool. This is something that I don't think I've discussed with anyone, but I have understood something very important. Okay. I didn't know that. Just because you want to head into something doesn't mean that all the time, right? Doesn't mean that 100% of the time uh, that you're able to get there. And it's not your fault. Yeah. Okay. It's just by virtue of the fact that being a physicist from Imperial College London requires you to have the necessary academic uh, results and academic achievement. Mm-hmm. And I knew, and I accepted during NS, right, that I am not able to. And this comes to my second tip, which I told, which I'm about to mention. Okay. And that is to recognize that certain things you are just not able to. And, the, and as a result of that, you will not blame yourself. Okay. You need to accept there are things that you cannot do. Okay. okay? Like what? Like and what? you need to accept that there are things that you just simply are not good at. So it's like more of a like, know your strengths and play to your yes. strengths, know your weaknesses. Correct. And like, don't focus on the weaknesses, but focus on your strengths. Don't focus on the negative result. Correct. Right? Oh, okay, okay. Focus on the fact that I didn't do well because what? No good at studying, huh? Either the not good at the studying doesn't speak to me, lazy about this, and then after that, you can start to move on. Because yeah, if you keep focusing yeah. on the bad subject, right, you, it'll become very tunnel vision. You'll just That's look true. at the grades and then you'll be like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Ah. And then all these oh no's are not actionable points. There's nothing ac- ac- actionable about feeling sorry for yourself. Mm, I think... Of course, take some time. You want to yeah. cry about it. You want to like yeah. go and wallow. Like basically, like mm. let yourself purge yourself off the negative emotions. Go ahead yeah. and do it. But like eventually, uh, you should come back to reality Definitely. and like be able to look at yourself in a yeah. realistic way and like understand that okay, I have some weaknesses. Yeah. And the education system in Singapore just so happens that plays to a very small percentage of people's strengths. Yeah. Like I I can study. Mm. A lot of people like my peers can study. Yeah. But some people just cannot thrive in that system. Yep. But it doesn't mean you cannot thrive in life. Exactly. So this is how I discovered, right, a few very fatal flaws about myself that make me unable to succeed in an academic, uh, acad- academic setting. First is that I'm very lazy. I'm just going to put it out there that I'm a very lazy person. When the, second, the, second, the second thing that I discovered to myself, right, is that this, is actually, this second point is actually key to to how I eventually started to move on and found more success in life. Huh? Second point is I found that I can be extremely hardworking in something that I'm interested in. 
Yeah, cause I was about to say that Cause you say you're lazy But then I seen He's my supervisor If you guys don't know that He's my supervisor <laughs> I was his intern And like I've seen him work Like non-stop one mm. So like It's not like I'll say he's lazy Just yeah. lazy at the things That you don't feel for Things like. that I do That don't speak to me right yeah. I will put off Until I make the people Close to me Upset at me Okay And then I still don't stop And then I still put it off That's how lazy I am <laughs> But For things that Speak to me Right I work so hard that I surprise myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. So this brings me to my third point, right? Once you have these points, these these things in your head, right? Once you have all these, uh, this understanding of yourself in your head, uh, the third point will be very, very simple, right? Find the thing that is missing. For me, right? For me, right, was what I was interested in. What I could channel my energy into, Mm. right? That could give me more benefits in the future and once you find that thing suddenly everything is it might not be easy but it's simple okay there's a difference between easy and simple uh. okay simple is something that's straightforward do a b c you can get there but easy means a b c is easy a b c might not might be super difficult and that's why i was saying earlier right mm-hmm. the road is not necessarily harder it's just longer correct it's just you just need to take the longer like less walk yes. path but at the end of the day, if you really like that path, right, you will enjoy the way yeah. through. And I, I, I think this is very important. Mm. And I want to, I, 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 know, I know that right now I draw a lot of examples for the, for the guys, right? Because you are NS and stuff like that. You all got two, two years to think, okay? I want to talk to the ladies now, especially, okay? Now, you do not have to serve NS, right? And then most of the time when I hear my female friends or whatever who don't do well, female interns tell me they don't do well, they always hang this... Uh, uh, two words uh, Every time I discuss with them uh, How to improve their situation They always say Waste time Like what? Like take LA kind So of. I say Why don't you spend this one year uh, Go and uh, decide on what is proper what, Go and properly sort yourself out Think about what's good You know uh, Think about whether you're the sort That retaking will help You know Think about what your passion lies in Or think about whether you can Channel your energies elsewhere Because apparently you cannot do This JC studying Okay And it's a fact Right Because the result numbers don't lie And they'd be like Huh Spend one year Waste time Like come on Okay You spend two years in I'm gonna be straight with you Alright I spent two years in JC Come out with a bad result You already waste two years What's one more Right And honestly right Coming out of JC You're gonna be 18 Right yeah. 18, 19, 18 going on 19 You spend one more year To properly spend your time To sort your head out And invest your energies In the correct place right? I guarantee you It's gonna be better Than wasting the next few Next few months or years Thinking about Nothing else that is actionable Correct I think like a lot of like society has like a very huge pressure on like trying to figure it out very early. Yeah. So like ever since like okay, I don't know whether it's for you, like for Hua Chong especially. Mm. Like we were told that okay, by seventeen or eighteen, right, you have to know what you want to do. Yeah. Your portfolio must be basically tailored to that one job that you want to do. Yeah. Essentially you have to figure out what you want to do at seventeen. Yeah. And I just want to say that even until now, right, I don't fully know what I'm doing and I'm 23. Yeah. So like, and I don't think he knows fully what he's doing. I am pretty sure I have <laughs> a better idea than some of my peers who are hating their jobs. Correct. Or going with the flow. Yeah. But I don't deny that some of them are more successful than me. Mm. So there are different types of success, right? But my, my, I am definitely of the opinion that if you are, if you properly spend the time to look internally, I, I, I encourage you to do that. Uh, to properly think about it. Okay? 
and un- and properly think of all the answers to the I don't knows in your head. Ah. Okay? Ignore everything around you, especially the biggest noise that usually comes is your parents. Ah. Ignore all this around you and answer all the I don't knows in your head. Ah. I guarantee you, you will make a better decision. And then if you do continue your studies in university or if you don't, right, okay, the way forward will be clearer. Yes. I won't guarantee that you find success, but I guarantee you that even though the, ro- the road is longer, it will look a bit clearer. And you because, enjoy yourself mm, more also. La. Correct. And okay. it's a, there's a psychology concept for this. It's called yeah. self-actualization. Mm. So like, if you look at the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I think everyone knows that the few at the bottom everything. Yeah. You'll see that social needs is at the bottom three, which means it's one of the three most important things. Yeah. But the top is self-actualization, which is basically fitting your ideal self with your true self. Yeah. So the problem now is that not many people know who their ideal self is. And because of that, their true self even though it's like not fitting well, mm. they don't fully know that and then they have like a lot of anxiety within them yeah. because it's not fitting mm. because they are trying to like conform to social pressure which is I need to figure it out by 18 yeah. or your parents maybe like saying why why don't you have a job or you're able to do so badly and then, then your friends will say anything, you, know? you spend time doing that you waste time correct so I'll say try your best to ignore that social pressure or surround people surround yourself with people who support you yeah. and people who understand that who like support you no matter what you do. Uh, yes. And give you positive feedback or like even if it's criticism, constructive Correct. criticism. And so that you're able to like align that ideal self and that true self. Mm. But first you have to figure out what your ideal self yes. is. What do you want to be? What's your goal for your life? Mm. And you might not have it fully figured out, but at least you work towards figuring it out yeah. and work towards trying to understand it. And yeah. if that means taking one year off LA, right? You have your life is like maybe seventy. You have seventy years in your life. Let's let, say. Let, let me let me let me try to put things in the perspective for y'all so that y'all can try to understand this whole time concept a little bit better. Because no one will tell you this message, but I want y'all to listen to me, right? Based on this, and then do what you will with the knowledge. Okay, yeah. you spend eighteen years, right, to study to the point where you reach your A levels, right? Mm. Okay, if you restart, as if you were newborn. For another 18 years, you're barely only 50% through your life. Barely. Okay? You're that young, is 36, eh? uh, but you are barely through 50% of your life. And that is how long life is. So my 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 opinion and, and, and my suggestion to, to you, okay? Yeah. Is that you need to know that as much as there's a lot of talk in society to encourage you to know what you want to do in your future by the time you're 18, okay? It is still a lot of the times at age where we are too young to know what we want to do. We haven't even figured out ourselves yet. At yeah. Your identity okay. is not fully formed. So my so instead of worrying about wasting time, right? I want you all to think of it as you have at least 18 more years before you hit 50%. Yeah. Right? So like taking that one extra year to figure out the rest of your what 50, 60 years of your life, right? Yes. That's a, I would say that's a good bet. Lah. Yes. And I think okay. that's a very worthwhile investment. Yes. So don't judge the rest of your life, okay, based on the first 25% of it. Correct. Okay. Think about what you can do if you didn't do well for the first 25 to improve the next 25%. Yeah. And that is my advice to everyone who, did, who came out of any kind of examination without a good result. Okay. Because if you think about it, right, your life, okay, is is everyone has the same amount of time, uh, hours in the day. They might not have the same amount of years in life, uh, right? It's just that you spend the first 18, maybe towards the tail on tail end of the first 18, discovering what you cannot do well in. 
And that's valuable in itself also. Yes. Right? Like knowing what you cannot do and knowing what you can do, I think it's equally valuable. Yes. It's just finding more all about yourself. Exactly. And it's not wasted time. It's just you trying to figure out yourself. You yes. try and navigate through life, which is already so complicated. Yeah. Don't beat yourself out for trying to find more time and exactly. taking more time to figure out yourself. Yeah. Out. And let me give you an example, okay? You want to talk about wasting time? I got two counterpoints for you. First is that your, your male peers are serving the nation, right? So if you really want to go and think about it, you have as much time as them to come out with the same age and do things at the same time. The second point that I have for you, uh, which is extremely important, especially for those of you who are a little bit more confused and lost, okay? When people tell you that whatever is waste time, whatever is good, whatever is not good, you need to remember to think for yourself because for the next 50-odd years, you are the one that lived their life and not them. Mm. This is, very good. this is going to sound very cliche, but it's very, very, very important. Do not be too influenced by other people's words and do not be too influenced by other people's dogma. You need to think on your own two feet because even in future, your parents are going to die and you're going to be alone and you're going to have to stand on your own two feet. And by virtue of that, I feel that standing on your own two feet is the only most important thing, okay, as children that we need to get ready for. Not so much what we need, we get, need to do, not so much what job we have to do, but living on our own two feet. Living with your own choices, living yes. with your own, your own life. Standing la. on our own two feet. Yeah. Are you going to regret the rest of your life because someone told you that taking a gap year was a waste of time? Yeah. If the answer is yes, then don't do it. Agree. But, uh, but what I want you to know is that, you know, both are valid choices. It's just that sometimes we forget to ask ourselves that. Is it really a waste of time? If the answer is yes then yes, waste of time. I proceed with the, uh, with the appropriate step. If the answer is no, then don't you dare ignore that no because Correct. you're going to regret it. And it's better to live a life of anguish than to live a life of regret. Yes. And like the whole regret thing, I mean, I would like to say that at 18, you can still turn back your life. You can still make changes yes. in your life. The further you go on in life, let's say 40 or 50, uh, unfortunately, it's a bit harder to yes. turn back. Mm. Unfortunately, it's a bit harder to like turn back a clock and say that oh, I wish I had done this. Yeah. So I'll say like, take your time and figure it out. Yes. Because it's really uh, the pressure. You have to just understand. I think just internally you need to understand that the pressure to figure out at such a young age, right, is in itself mm. super unreasonable. Yes. And once you figure that out, right, then you realize that okay, I got more time. Yeah. You can let yourself free as well. And and like I understand that it's a very 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 tough uh, mindset to to have, especially at that age, given that you are being beaten down by by what is considered poor results, right? Fair, right? But you need to understand that like, you know, this is but a, but a small road bummer in the long road that you have to walk. Yes. You know, it's just a really, really tiny road bump. It might feel like everything right now, but it's definitely not. You're going to look back at it and you'll be like a, like a blimp. You'll yeah. be a small, like, it's so small. Mom, like a small little obstacle. Mm. But, of course, hindsight is twenty twenty, yeah. And you won't be able to connect the dots looking forward. You can mm. only look it, connect it, looking backwards. Yeah. So you have to be able to like understand that, okay, this might be my everything now, but eventually it won't be my everything, lah. Mm. And I think you look at John, like he's doing well in the small local. He's making a good of his life so far. Yeah. Hasn't done anything wrong. Hasn't. Okay. 
hasn't done that much wrong. <laughs> he has made his life has been quite fulfilling. Yeah. He's enjoying himself now. I think ultimately that's all we really want, right? Is to enjoy yeah. ourselves and be happy. Find my my advice to you is find find your direction. Yeah. Okay. And if your direction is not in the path of academics, right? Accept that that's fine. Yes. But that being said, okay, I am not encouraging anyone to be lazy or to procrastinate or to do nothing or to assume this false sense of security that everything is fine. No. Like I said earlier, the road is longer than people who have the academic capability. So the time to act is always now. Think about okay? it. The time to act is always now. As much as I mentioned that we have a lot more time in our tail end uh, to determine the rest of our lives, but the earlier we determine our lives, the earlier we have, the, uh, the, uh, the, the easier of a road we have to walk. So the time to act is always now. And the time to act for people like Alastair who have a good result, right, is very simple. I need to find my next education. I need to find my next job. The road is very straightforward. That's the Singaporean route. For those of you that with, a, with, a, with results that are not as desirable, the time is... Time to act is now to find out what's next. To yes. take charge of your life to do what's next. And once you're able to have this kind of a mature mindset, right, you will be at least five years ahead of me in terms <laughs> of my thinking. Correct. Okay? So do it. Okay, it took me a long time, but I'm telling you now so that you can get at least a five-year head start ahead of me. Okay. And if you think about it, okay, if you're in my position with my kind of mindset and with my kind of capabilities and with my kind of position five years ahead of me, by the time you're my age, you are super successful. Correct. And then your friends who got better A-level results than you will have nothing to say. <laughs> I think we should take a camera break now. Let's yeah. take a little short camera break and then we'll come back again. Sure. Okay, we're back. We're back. Yes. Okay, so uh, that was enough of me uh, preaching my fire and brimstone about how to improve uh, your life situation. Mm-hmm. Okay? Final word, don't be afraid. Uh, if, if you're feeling down or feeling negative or feeling scared, that's, now is the time for you to channel the energy into, into making yourself better. Right? And there are many ways to do it. Find, find someone to talk to. In order yeah. To. You can DM me if you want. I'm going to try to reply that shit. You can DM me if you want, but... But he cannot relate. <laughs> so okay, but anyway, <laughs> this is not a, not a not a segment for people to just talk about. For me to just talk about my results, right? Alastair is here also, okay, for people to, to share, okay, because I recognize that there are also some people uh, who might have his results, uh, but might be lost in life also. Okay. To be fair, I'm also not saying figure it out very completely. Okay. But I got some uh general tips for people who didn't that who did well. La. Yeah. So uh just a re- so I did very well for A levels. Yeah, I was. I was yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I was essentially. So, um, but you have to understand that when I came from JC, my Hua Chong, right? Yeah. I I got straight A's, but I didn't go up on stage, you know, to like receive any award or anything. Because your school is everyone like that, what? Yeah, exactly. So like essentially, I I I would I would say 30% of my school got straight A's. Yeah. So I'm like a part of that statistic, you know. I'm not even, I'm not special. So I didn't come out of Hua Chong thinking I was special. Yeah. And I came out of Hua Chong actually feeling very anxious about like my my like trying to prove myself and everything. La. Cause like I mean in Hua Chong, they always told us this like that if we had two o if we, we had taken O levels, right, we would have failed. Why? 
I don't know. My teachers always told me this, you know. Okay. And it, apparently, it's not a just my teacher thing. What kind of communist brainwashing is that? My teacher has always told has always told us, right? Like, you guys, if you guys take O levels, right, you guys will not do as well as any of the O level people, and we we'll, and we truly believed it. So every time, mm-hmm. I, but there's we, no why. There's no. They just, basically, you just said that we did well. We did well in PSLE, which kind of determined our path, but doesn't mean we are smart or we can do O-levels. It's right. just, unfor- just very lucky that we didn't have to do O-levels. Right. I don't think it's very true that we would have done badly, but I think it's still true that we might not have done as well as people think we would have. Because a lot of us came into Hua Chong just because we did well for PSLE and we either slacked off or... PSLE was our peak of our academic performance. <laughs> la. But okay. it's not, okay, fortunately not for me. La. But like even when JE stood, like joint admission edu- exercise students came into Hua Chong, they were like, I viewed them as like a lot better than us. And true enough, most of them were a lot better than us. So I would say that if you don't already feel that anxiousness about not being enough, right, I would say uh, check yourself before you break yourself. <laughs> because you, you do well for A-levels, right? But you have to understand that there are a whole ton of people that took a whole different part from you, right? They are probably as brilliant as or more brilliant as you, than you. Mm. And I think the faster you realise that, right, the more... Hum- the Like, you will save yourself a lot of failure. Because if you go into uni or whatever path you take, thinking that you're the best, right? Like, you're going to get humbled real quick. Because all the... I'm from psychology, right? My GPA is not bad. But I'll say the people who get valedictorians and or like deans list in my in psychology, right? I'm willing to bet that half of them are not VJC students. They're mostly poly students. Mm. So actually, actually this brings me back to a good point. Uh my dad is a poly student. Yeah. Right. And he's a master's graduate. Mm. Okay. So he was saying that for especially in university, okay, he said that there's a very distinct difference between the JC kids and the poly kids. And that most of the time, the poly kids that uh, had the target to go into university, right, were very much more hardworking and hungrier than the JC kids. They really are. Yeah. Because they know what they want. And yes. they have been through a uni-like curriculum. And no matter how much you want to try to put it right, JC is not like uni. Mm. It's so different from uni. And when you come in, you look at all the poly students, they still have to adapt, but they don't have to adapt as much as the JC student has to. This is how it is. Because JC, a lot of memorization, a lot of root learning. Mm. But in uni, is a lot of application, a lot of things that uh, you're not used to studying the same way. La. JC, they feed you a lot. They spoon feed you a lot. Mm. In uni, they don't spoon feed you anymore. La. So you have to adjust. And if you go in thinking that you're going to ace uni just because you got 90 rank point or whatever the hell you got, right? You are going to have a shock of your <laughs> life. <laughs> because... I'm not doing particularly... I'm doing okay, but not particularly well in uni also. Yeah. And I'm trying my best, you know, I'm trying my very best. Yeah. So I think the f- that's the first thing is to understand that pe- you are not better than anyone. But another thing I would say, if you are feeling still very anxious about your future, you still think that like, like oh no, like, I might have gotten 90 rank point, but so what, right? I think it's still time to take a step back and understand the same... Uh, a same, the same tip that John gave la. understand your strength and understand your weakness uh, apparently your strength is doing well in exams mm. which is like me also la. I know I could do exams and I know I could do academics yeah. and 
play to that strength floor. Like you have to understand that that's your strength and play to it. Don't think so much about everything else and just focus your energy on like doing your best in that strength. Floor. And you have options. So I'll say go and really think about the options. Sometimes what John says that like not having options can be a bad thing. But I'll say for me, having too many options was a bad thing for me. Mm. So different problem, I would say. It's a different problem. Yeah. So I remember so I I am on scholarships now. But I remember I applied to a lot of scholarships. I applied to I remember I applied to an A star scholarship. Actually I don't know if I can say this, but Mm. (laughs) (laughs) scholarship. (laughs) I applied to A star scholarships. Uh and I remember my resume I wrote that I wanted to either do computer science, architecture, or psychology. Yeah. And then the 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 A star interviewer say why why you got three different fields that like are completely different. Yeah. They're not even in the same like realm. Yeah. It's just com- three completely different fields. Then I'm like, I, I don't know. I just haven't figured it out. So I would say that really go and think about it. La. And I took a computer science scholarship, you know. I don't know if you guys know that. So I had a computer science scholarship, but it took my army days of like two years to really think about it and realize that there's no way in hell I'm doing a... <sighs> Nine to six computer science office job. Yeah. For me to really think about it and say that okay, I think psychology is a bigger calling for me. So I say, a lot of, like especially if you're coming from AD school, immediately there are a few jobs that are very obviously on the table, doctor, lawyer, um, computer science, mm. engineer. These are the paths that like immediately if you do well, they immediately say. Go for this. In fact, if you look at all the PSC scholars, right, they already say, oh, this is a PSC scholar, plans to study law, plans yeah. to study medicine. No one goes, plans to study psychology. <laughs> just how it is. But I'll say, don't, uh, try not to like, think too much about what you're supposed to do as a 90 rank pointer or 85 rank pointer. Mm-mm. Think about what you really want to do. So don't look at that amount of options as, okay, now I have to consider all options. Yeah. You... Narrow your options down based on what you want. Yeah. Don't don't just like cast your net wide lah. Mm. Really think about it. Oh. Yeah. I think it's important to understand that, uh, especially for people who who did well for A levels, huh? mm. That even though you did exemplary for your A levels, your A levels is also as small as those that didn't do as well for A levels. It just is as, as small it is in, in in life. Okay, as mm. that. Okay, it is about as small as your PSLE days. It is really 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 small. Yeah. And I'm fortunate for to get like to have met people who um really taught me that uh, that okay I might have done well for A levels but that as soon as I step into uni right that goes to shit immediately Mm-mm. no one cares literally no one will ask you about what your A levels score yeah. is <laughs> no one asked you it took two we- okay so I'm maybe now- during orientation camp. They ask you what uni you're yeah. from, la, but they won't ask you, hey, you're level 2. Well. <laughs> like, no, no, what, you, orientation camp, no, no, orientation camp, sometimes they got. I know what they might, me, they yeah. might disturb you, hey, this one 90 rank pointer. Like, Honestly like, speaking, I feel very, very pious. Every time someone asks yeah. me, how well do you do for A levels? Then I'm like, oh, not bad. La. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, like, I'm year 2, I'm in year 2, Sam 2. So I'm almost halfway through my year, my mm. uni life. It took until, I would say, a few weeks ago, right, for, yeah. my, for my friend circle to finally realize that I was a. Uh, 90 rank pointer. Yeah. And that I'm on scholarship. Either that, no one really cares. No one really talks to you. Like, eventually, 
you have to also understand that what makes you successful in life is yourself and not your A-level score. Yeah. And you have to like work on yourself and work hard. La. Yeah. I and think I think it's important, especially for people who seem to have like a set path, uh, to also figure out what you really want. And I think university is the time to do that. So the good thing about mm-hmm. being an A-level student that has done well right, is that you have a lot of options like we mentioned earlier. So don't squander your options. Mm-hmm. Right? I feel that like choosing the right course right, in university should just simply boil down to what you are interested in and not what makes you the most what money. What you should. Ah, yes, correct. Okay. I think this fact cannot be stressed enough because a lot of times we grew up in, a, in, in an environment where your parents or your teachers will tell you do what is the most successful or what is the best, right? Mm. But most of the time, that might, be the, not, might, might not be the best for you. Yes. Okay? I don't know, like, I don't know whether it's a, like, just a Hua Chong or elite school thing. But, like, I remember one of my friends told me that he wanted to go FASS. Mm. And at the time, I didn't even know what FASS was. And everyone was like, why do you want to go FASS? He was a very good student. Yeah. And he did very well for A-levels. I think he was three years as well. And he said he wanted to go FASS. And we were all genuinely confused. Yeah. Either because we don't know what FASS was, or two, if you knew, you don't understand why he would want to quote-unquote waste the score. There's no wasting score here. Yeah. There's no such thing as wasting an A-level score here. Okay? Yeah. Your A-level score is an A-level score. It's not money. There's yeah. no wasting money. Is there's no wasting your A level score. Yeah. Okay. You get ninety one point, it just means you can cast your net a bit wider. Yeah. But doesn't mean you should lah. So mm. in fact I'm I'm quite happy that he managed to find that one thing that he really liked and he went for it. Yeah. And even if that means he he like gives up doing medicine. Yeah. But if you don't feel for medicine, then why the hell would you want to go exactly. and like, do it just for the sake of doing exactly. medicine? Exactly. Right? Let me just make it clear to you now, okay. University is complete a completely different ballgame from your JC times. 100%. And I think uh, if you're going with a mindset that it's just another A-levels, right, you're going to have a terrible time. Terrible time. Yeah. Because, uh, like, we can do another episode if you guys want to, but, like, briefly speaking, like, A-levels, I was so used to getting notes and, like, all the notes is, everything I need to know is in the notes. Yeah. And if I don't listen, I, you know, I have not, I don't think I have been awake for a lecture in this. Well, how Lian? <laughs> not because... It's because I, I did frisbee last time okay? uh, so I was just oh, tired in, in. I was just tired okay I uh, just couldn't stay awake I really didn't listen to a single lecture yeah. and I was still fine because I could read the lecture notes myself mm. in, J- in uni right, if you don't listen to a lecture right, <laughs> <laughs> you are probably screwed if you don't keep up right to end, like if let's say right, you take MC and you don't keep up right there's a very high chance that you are already left behind you you know I, I took MC last week because I, I have fever. And now I'm two lectures behind. Yeah. And my recess week is basically gone away. See? Yeah. This, is the, this, is, this is what it is. You just have to... You take way more initiative. You have to accept that yeah. people are not going to spoon feed you. Yes. And you have to... You have to be independent with yeah. yourself. La. And if you are anybody... If you are, if you are a person like me, okay, that will simply mean that you cannot be in a course that you do not enjoy. Mm. Because you will not be able to find that extra motivation to push yourself harder. Correct. Especially when you have to, like for psychology, I need to read like, I'll say close to like, 80 pages of textbook every week. So you times that by 12 weeks. Yes. It's like 800 pages of textbook. Yes. Can you, per sem, can you read 800 pages of whatever you want to do yeah. for the, for one whole sem? 
some books are not even eight hundred pages long, yeah. Yeah. But that's just you just have to think about it that way, and you're gonna be damn miserable if you don't do the thing you like. Yes. And I have seen people who, like, quote unquote, figured it out at a young age, right? And like, especially in Hua Chong, then they go and do like some law or something. Yeah. And they're not enjoying themselves. Mm. They're not having a good time. And they look at, like, people like me that seem to like not have figured it out but I'm having a good time now yeah but I'm doing psychology I'm doing some weird YouTube stuff yeah and I think they would like think that hey wow this guy he's as much as he's not doing law he's he's doing well he's doing well yeah and I think I am uh, and that's important now. you know mm. I think that like don't underestimate the doing well because when once again, okay, to put things in perspective for all you A-level a kids, once you come out of uni, right, honestly, nobody really cares about your uni as well. Okay, I'm happen- I haven't you, got there yet. Yeah, once you start working, right, people <laughs> will be like, oh, you came from where? They don't, they don't really talk so much about how like, oh, you did well for uni, oh, you didn't do well for uni. No, no, no. Everyone comes out, everyone is uni grad. Mm. Everyone is a graduate. You come from NTU. You and then they just like, school. oh, you're a graduate. The end. The end. And then suddenly you realise, right, nobody even talks about whether you're poly or A-level. Really, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Even when I come into uni, no one talks about my A-levels, really. Legit. And even when I tell people my A-levels go, right, most of their result, most, most of their reaction is, wah, 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 wah. 90, yeah, 90. After that, literally 15 seconds later, they forget about it. <laughs> no one cares. Really, no one cares. Mm. I will say that, you will feel super good about yourselves, right? Leading until uni. Because suddenly, you got so many choices, right? Yeah. And it seems like every bloody school wants you. In fact, they probably do. Mm. Like, I remember... I don't want to brag or anything, but I remember, like, I got... Once my A-level results came out, right? I got 90, right? SUTD, SUTD immediately gave me, like, a max full-ride scholarship and, like, all the random overseas programmable nonsense. Like, immediately just email me. I didn't even apply for it. They just mm. said, hey, here's a scholarship. Take it. Then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, which I did, but eventually I changed. Mm. But, like, you you realise that, like, oh, all the schools want you and everything. But once you get in, they will forget about you real quick. Mm. All the same people that wanted you, right, will just treat you as a statistic. You must mom. remember, okay, that you, you want all these, uh, you must want it for yourself. Mm. You know, you cannot just be like, oh, you know... Uh, even the decision to go to uni. Okay? Mm. This is going to sound real controversial and I'm just going to sound like a hippie here but I'm going to put it out there. Okay? That I feel that even if your decision after deciding and considering and getting 90 rank points is to not go to uni, right? I trust that you'll be fine. You probably will. La. Yeah. It depends on what you want also. La. I'll say if you want to be a millionaire, then no. La. Then you want to be a doctor, you want to do certain things that obviously requires a uni education. Uh, then the road will be longer lah. Then you, <laughs> you unfortunately have to do it that way lah. Yeah. We are very lucky because we live in a country with a lot of opportunity. Yes. Okay. Don't listen to people's bullshit about how that everything, oh, it's all doom and gloom. No, there's a lot of opportunities. Just whether you want to get your hands dirty and go and grab your knee. So if you want to be a millionaire without going to uni, can. The road very long lah. Very long. Yeah. So usually people want to fast track things because they take money to success. Yes. Okay. So if monetary success is what you're looking for, then uh it's very simple. Go to uni, chong hard, and then get a get a good result, blah blah blah, blah and then you can work in a high paying field. Because yes. your objective is high paying field. 
But my encouragement is for a lot of people, my encouragement to you, okay, is because I know for a fact that a lot of people, their end goal in their life huh, is not, I want to be extremely rich. Is I want to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that I want to be lawyer. That's not your end goal in your life. You want to be lawyer because you want to be rich. Okay, some people just really want to be a lawyer. Lah, Those people that really want to be a lawyer, <laughs> I respect you. Yeah. But high chance, a lot of people are studying law because law makes them money and people tell them law makes them money, money equals success. Yes. Okay? I'm just going to put it out there. If you are feeling that way, you agree with me. If you don't disagree with me, that's fine. Who am I to, to, to tell you, man? I'm, 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 I'm someone who didn't find traditional success in, 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 you know, success in the traditional sense of the word. And but I'm just going to say it out there because I think a lot of people are being negatively, are being wrongly influenced to walk down certain paths. Yeah. And I think like, a lot of people pack like, higher income level or higher, more money to a higher happiness level. Mm. And, uh, psychologically, Psychology has really shown, uh, like studies have shown that, sure, it might increase your happiness to a certain extent. Yeah. But as your income goes higher and higher, right, the marginal increase will be less and less. So after a certain point, right, you're, you're kind of plateau-ish. Mm. And it's just at a certain, like, basically there's a baseline income level that above it, right, is basically whatever is like, it doesn't really matter if you go above it. Yeah. And there's this thing called the hedonic treadmill. Which means, if you income, if you increase your income and you're and because of that you're happy and you get more stuff, right? And you feel like you get happy, right? There will be a new base point of happiness. Yeah. And then, the next, then there will be a next happiness level you're trying to go after. It's mm. a never-ending cycle of trying to set new base point, new base point, new base point. It's basically like running, and the carrot is right in front of you, niggling. You're running after a carrot, but you're never actually getting the carrot. Yeah. That's what is life is like if you just keep setting your happiness based on money and on like 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 materialistic things mm. so I'll say that if uh, try to define your happiness beyond income level and beyond materialis- materialism yeah and then that's when I'll say the true happiness comes that are like that's like less that's more sustainable versus a like a never-ending loop and like cycle of running and never actually finding happiness. Lah. Yeah. So, I think that's my very rambly but <laughs> but very true like tips for those people who have done well for A-levels. Yeah. Lah. Always remember, I feel that for all A-level students or any students for that matter, okay, mm. your results firstly is not the end of the world. Okay. Yeah. Secondly, I think it's very, very, very important that if you travel through this uh, this journey called life, right, you must at least, okay, have a general direction, mm. right? And I think a lot of times for the earlier part of our life, we were pushed by our parents, right, in a certain direction. That's fine. But I think it's very, very important, regardless of whether you did well for your A-level results or any results or any academic thing for that matter, to always remember your general direction. Because if you have a general direction, right, it becomes very easy. It's like if you are sailing on a boat, right? Yeah. Uh, a freak uh, wave or wind pushes you many, many knots in the wrong direction. If you remember your your destination or your general direction, right, you will be able to change orientation and still head to your destination that you want. You okay. cannot be a boat without a rudder. Yes. You cannot be a boat without a destination. And that is the scariest part because I think when people come out as students and then they are thrust into a world whereby they have to make these kind of decisions, right, they are unsure and then they make terrible decisions. 
Figure and, yourself out. Yeah. And as people who have been through that, we're here to advise you just so that you can have a better idea. Mm. You know? And the most important objective, definitely, and I'm, I want you all to remember this even if you forget everything else, is to always at least have a general direction. Like a general goal in your life, even yes. if it's not like very, even if it's an abstract goal. Yes. Like, because yeah. if you have a goal and you have a direction, this will anchor, this will be the anchor for all your decision making and all your actions. Like an abstract goal, maybe not a, I want to be a doctor or I want to be a, like mm. a CEO one day. Yeah. A bit more abstract, like, okay, I want to have a good family, healthy yeah. family, I want to be. Or like, I want to help people, you know? Yeah. Things like that. Like a bit more abstract and then you can, from there, you can like, your little steps, right, can be, as long as it's aligned to that one big abstract goal in your life, right, you will be, you will be able to live with it. Lah. Yes. But, first of all, you have to have that abstract goal. Lah. Yes. But, I mean, for, to give some context, like, even, like, John knows about this, but like, my first whole year in uni was like, completely miserable because, mm. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know why I was doing it. And, it took me until like, I'll say, year two, maybe halfway through to, really figure out and say like, okay, I'm doing psych because of this. Yeah. And here's what I'm going to do and here's how I'm going to make the best out of this. Yeah. And, and because of that, I'm so much more happy now. Yeah. And it took, it took me two years, uh, took me one plus two years to figure it out. So, um, I mean, just, you don't be afraid to take the time for Yeah, it. definitely. Even if you're in uni. Yeah. So like I mentioned, find your direction and the time to act is always now. It's always now. That's right. Okay. I think we can end it now. Yep, okay, so uh, thank you so much for coming to listen to us And uh, this right. episode is a little bit longer than uh, normal Because we will always try to stick to half an hour mm. lah, huh? But today's one is almost one hour long we ramble, But I uh. think this is very important message, okay Coming from both ends of the spectrum Yeah Okay, so remember like what I mentioned to you All this, there's a lot of golden advice betwe- between the both of us Okay, inside, to, inside today's episode Share with your friends, let them know Sometimes it might be easier for them to listen to people like us Than for you to personally reach out to them If our message resonates with you Okay so If you need someone of, to talk to, just like DM us Yeah, DM us, why not? Leave it in the comments below, man Use the anonymity of the internet We will talk to you We will talk to you guys Yeah That's right. Okay, so kick ass And uh, we'll see you next episode Bye Bye-bye